Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. I hate you so much. Welcome, welcome everybody. I'm uh, I'm Zach. I'm here with Spencer and Jay. Say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hey guys. Um. So today is a wonderful day in sports. Uh, a lot of sports are coming back for this season. Um. The the uh, NFL. Um, got got approved for having some fans. They're gonna block off like a couple the first couple rows back in the stands, you know, um, and cover those with cover those with um, some sponsors. So they're gonna get some money there. But sports are coming back, everybody. So it's gonna be a fun, fun podcast from here out. I promise. Um, NBA starting next month, right? Couple days, yeah. Form so thirty first of July. Uh, a couple players are backing out, so we'll do a podcast about those guys. But right now, we're in our segment where we are doing the best players one through five, each position on each conference. Right. So last week, if you haven't watched the podcast, go ahead and watch that. We did uh, offense. Uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty spicy debates there. Uh, it was yeah. Well, it gets spicy when one of us is a dum dum. It was a fun. Listen, I have a lot of people agreeing with me. By the way, just want to throw that well, out. Well, to those people who agree with Zach, <laughs> I don't hate you, but I hate you. Listen, it, it's 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 okay. It's inevitable. Um. Anyway, so thank you guys for uh, coming to watch this podcast. Uh, go ahead and go to lifefuels dot com. Get ten percent off. Three oh, yes. idiots. The code is three idiots. Simple. Three idiots. One word put together. Um, I'm actually wrapping my life feel shirt right now. My red one. Uh, so shout out to those guys. Thank you. Uh, go follow their Twitter, Instagram. They have all the stuff. TikTok. They love doing that. So um, yeah. All right. Yeah, boys, ready to get into it? Sure. Okay. Um, okay. So you know what, Spencer, I'm putting you on the uh, the block here. Bro, why? <laughs> Hey, just go ahead, and then Jay and I will. Yeah, go ahead. You know, go ahead. Yes, let's go. Oh, ahead. Dude, this. The, well, we're starting with safeties, and this is rough because, uh, if in my opinion, I think the better the better safeties in the NFL or in, in the AFC, not the NFC. So, yeah, yeah. no, this was this was tough. But uh, number one safety in the NFC is Harrison Smith. Um, I don't know where you guys have him, but he model of consistency uh dude's just a walking truck stick so yeah i like him a lot notre dame product one of the better you know notre dame kids you know in the nfl still so like harrison smith there uh number two i know he's he was i think he was hurt most of last year or all of last year but i put keanu neal for the falcons um, super young, super talented. Uh, I think uh, his rookie year, he like came almost out of nowhere and just went off. I, I like him a lot. Uh, God, this is where it gets kind of fuzzy. I have uh, Adrian Amos at number three for the Packers. He formerly of the ba- ba- Dub Bears. Um, he's really good, consistent player. Um, I don't know a ton about him. I just know that he's. I just know that he's. Uh, He's been very he's very consistent with his numbers. He doesn't get hurt very often. He's a he's a good player. Uh number four, I have uh 
Landon Collins, now of the uh, Washington Redskins, which I'm still sad he's not a lion, but you know, whatever. What are you gonna do? Um, Landon Collins, another one who's been pretty consistent in his short career. Um, he's only been in the league four or five years, but he's been really good every year since he's been in. And my number five slot at safety. This one was tough, but uh, I took Marcus Williams from the New Orleans Saints. Nice, nice. That was that was the hard. That was a, it was a hard yeah. position. You know? Um, so like like you said, it was kind of hard to do this, and um, I actually don't have I have two of those guys on my list that you have. So um, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so um, how I did my one and two, I th- based my one and two off of the duos. Um. I think the Vikings duo of Harrison Smith and Anthony Harris are the best duo in in the in the league um, by far. Um, but if I had to rate them, I'd have Anthony Harris at number one and Harrison Smith number two. Just if they're going to, they're both great, right? Both yeah. really good. Uh, but I'm just basing it off of their um, stats now because I mean it's kind of hard to. They're both equally good at what they do let's now let's just base off their stats uh but uh those two as a duo they have been wreaking havoc uh for a quarterback right you know it's the uh the viking i have here a statistic here it says the viking safeties have allowed a combined 67 receptions from 110 targets in primary coverage over the past two seasons just giving up under 800 yards in the process yeah that's nuts that's nuts you know, so um, and then here, uh, Anthony Anthony Harris, dude, he's he's so good. He's him and uh and Smith and uh, Harrison Smith have finished top five in the PFF's WAR metric. So it's like a it's it shows how, like how good they play their position. Uh, these guys, Harris is ninety one point six and Smith is at ninety. 1.4 uh, that's their coverage grade pretty much and that's pretty freaking good for for uh, being a safeties uh, and especially being in the same team so mm-hmm. yeah. that's just crazy uh, so those two are number one I think those two are the best best safeties in the NFL uh, Bradley McDougald McDougald from uh, Seattle Bradley um, McDougal. yeah he's he's a sneaky um He's been uh, one of the best. He's he sneakily walked up into the third, in my in my opinion, the third position in the NFC as the best man coverage safeties in the entire league over the past two seasons. Um, let's see. So since 2018, he's had 85.4 um, a grade. His grade is 84, 85.4, uh, which ranks fourth among 104, 104 safeties who's have played at least 100 snaps. And that's just Damn. man coverage. That's just man coverage. Um, so that's, that's that's really good too. And then he has a sixty-two point seven passing rating allowed in man coverage, which ranks fifth among those who are targeted at least twenty times. So he's top five in my book, right there. Uh, he has a pretty good um, he's a pretty good uh, safety duo as well. They're top five somewhere around that. And uh, my four is Marcus Williams from the Saints, like Spencer said. Uh, he is alongside old man Jenkins, and uh, he's he's earned the fifth highest coverage grade, which is about eighty nine point two percent among the sixty eight players at the position who's played at least three hundred co- uh, coverage snaps. So 
that's 68. He's fifth out of those guys. Um, he's got excellent range. He's had and last year he he had six breakups, four four picks, and he's only allowed a passing rating of 47.8 on throws into his coverage. That's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, so my fifth is uh, Haha Clinton Dix from the Cowboys. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mhm. Actually, I have a little stat here. Over the last two years, he has the second highest man coverage grade, eighty-seven point eight, among the thirty-one qualifying safeties over that period. So those are my five um, safeties in the NFC. What about you, Jay? Dip my our top two are the same. I got Harrison Smith at number one, then uh, Anthony Harris at number two, but two Viking safeties. Um, and uh, Harrison Smith basically has been the standard of what you want in a safety his entire career in the NFL. Plays the pass really well, can hang with tight ends. Big enough and physical, as a sure tackler, is everywhere on the field. Dude's the standard, really. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the flashiest safety. He's not, you know, the honey badger. He's not Jamal Adams. Yeah. But he's probably the most reliable safety in the NFL and he's been that way for a long long time with Anthony Harris he's a great duo with Smith they're pretty interchangeable I guess where you play them they both can be in the box both can play that center field role I guess not as physical as Harrison Smith but still one of the better safeties you can get I think he was the third highest in the NFC in pass breakups last year behind Harrison Smith and uh, Marcus Williams from the Saints, who I actually have at number three. Yeah, uh, Marcus Williams, one of the, probably the best center field safety. 13 pass breakups last year, four interceptions. Just not a guy you can really throw on in that middle of the field. Not really that run stuffer. He had four tackles for a loss, but he's definitely more at home playing in that deep zone. Or I'm sorry, looking at the wrong player there. He had one tackle for a loss. But yeah, definitely more at home playing in that deep uh, zone coverage for the Saints. Um, at number four, I got Eddie Jackson from the Bears. He leads the secondary in a very, very physical defense. Kind of like a slightly cheaper Harrison, or not cheaper, but poor man's Harrison Smith does everything well, plays the pass coverage, comes up and makes plays in the run game. Solid all-around type player. And then for five, I kind of kind of took a cheap way out and I'm combining two players. Butta Baker for Arizona and Darnell Savage for Green Bay. I I had Darnell Savage uh, behind Clinton Dix. It was between those two. Are those two the best safeties, the fifth best safeties in the NFC? No, probably not. But Buda Baker was had the fourth most tackles in the NFL last year to go with six pass breakups. He's more of that box or inside the box safety, but his nose for the football is incredible. He had 10 tackles for a loss, which uh, leads the league in safeties and tackles for losses. And then Darnell Savage, hard hitter, played a lot better than I think anybody expected last season. Uh, good coverage guy, more of a physical run type guy, run stuffer type guy, but uh, I think those two have huge futures in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. I, I, uh, my Savage, for me, I, he's, he was... He played uh, nearly every snap uh, when he was healthy as a rookie, and he's he's uh, he his he's young, right? So he's he's a little over aggressive, but I think that uh, that will um, that will even out. I think he's going to be a good good safety to watch in the future too. All right, Jay, is that it, buddy? Uh, yep, yeah, those that's my five. Ooh, 
yeah, baby. All right, so we're going back. Now let's go to the corners. Um, let me find my corners. Here we go. Um, I'll, uh, I want to, okay, somebody can go for the corners. I want to take D-tackles, so go ahead, uh, Jay, Spencer, I don't care who you guys want to do. Go ahead, corners. Corners will be the next one. Uh, go ahead, Jay. All right. So I think the number one corner in the NFC is pretty easy. I think it's probably all three of our top pick, uh, Jalen Ramsey from the Rams. Um, no. <laughs> no? Uh, yeah, Jalen Ramsey's my fifth. Oh, all right. Well, so I, I have we're about to, Dip's about to get dogpiled on again. Oh, uh, God. But Jalen Ramsey, he's, what, 24, I think, yep, years 24, old? Yep, 24, young, young. He's, He's young, crazy athletic, best, I would say, maybe the second or third best corner in the NFL. Uh, crazy athleticism. People just do not throw to him. He's so athletic. Receivers don't get by him. People don't throw at him. He's just an insane talent at corner. At number two... I got uh, Darius Slay of the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, wow, Jay. Um, while uh, Jalen Ramsey, I think, was an all-pro this year, Darius Slay, another Pro Bowl for him. He's been cons- consistently a top five, top seven corner the last four or five years. Um, that, maybe not five, but three or four years. Um, struggles against the elite receivers, but he's – Still a dominant shutdown corner. Like he hit, uh, Keenan Allen gave him fits last year, but other than that, he was locked down. Um, not only that, he's uh, makes timely interceptions. I think in his career, he's had at least two or three interceptions that uh, on the last drive of the game, last drive of the game to seal it for the Lions. I think he'll do really, really well in Philadelphia. All right, number three, Marshawn Lattimore from the Saints. Another guy kind of like Ramsey. He's physically incredible. Um, very tall. I think he's about 6'1". Covers anywhere over the field. Receivers don't get by him. He's got the quickness. He doesn't get beat off the line. He can be a little bit more physical in the run game. Um, so that's why I got him at number three. Number four, Richard Sherman. Nice. The corner who will never die. Uh, he's at he's 32 years old and was an all pro last year for San Francisco. He's insane. He's his speed is might have fallen off a little bit, but he's still physical, still a shutdown corner. He's he's got that Daryl Revis like uh, longevity to his career. He's just got that mean streak in him that allows him play to play physical. Uh, doesn't even with his physical style and his speed kind of going down a little bit due to his age, he rarely gets beaten off the ball. He's a monster in press coverage. And uh, number five, I got Patrick Peterson from the Cardinals. Um, basically, he's the model of what Marshawn Lattimore and Jalen Ramsey are, that f- tall physical freak. Um, kind of has fallen off a little bit in coverage. The last two years, but still rarely gets thrown at. Still lanky, <coughs> still has his speed. 
or most of his speed. Still a tough guy to beat. I'm not mad at any of that. Yeah, I I like it. Uh, I got I I guess. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I just realized my fifth guy, my fourth guy in my list was a dolphin, not a was an AFC, not NFC. Uh, you, I know who it is too. Uh-huh. Larry and, Jones. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. And I have a good reason why. I'll say that in a couple weeks here, two weeks from now. Um, well, yeah. If Byron Jones was still in the NFC, he'd be in my top five. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. Not right. And I, I, I just, I forgot about that. I was like, oh wait, he's a dolphin now. Looks, um, he's like, wait a minute. And I was like, I was looking at this. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have New Orleans Saints, uh, Dolphins, huh? Um, so anyway, okay. I like that. Um, <clears throat> I like I like where the, your list was going, Jay. Um, unfortunately, I left off Darius Slay because I put in a dolphin. <laughs> so <laughs> I would have put Slay uh, in uh, my top five. Uh, he's above. He would be. He would be above Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is low, and I'll explain why in a second here. But uh, my first guy is Marshawn Latimer. Uh, he's he's he has been he's meant he's mentioned as the league's best, right? Okay, you have, and he has to go up against the most dominant pass catchers twice a year, right? And he's he's usually winning the fair share of those battles. So I mean, he I think he's I just think he's better than my rest of my list here. Uh, now, Jan Ramsey is great. Don't get me wrong, right? He's pr- he's he's probably the best. But what I've seen from him last year, I watched I watched majority about eighty five percent of those games last year, and I watched him. He made the Pro Bowl, but he made the Pro Bowl because of who he is. Uh, he still had good stat. He had decent stats. Uh, but anyway, let's go. Okay, we'll go to my number two. Uh, Richard Sherman for the 49ers, like you said, Jay. He had a great year as a 32-year-old man. Uh, he achieved all-pro honors for the first time since 2015. Um, and the 49ers gave him a vote of confidence by not uh, actively pursuing his replacement in free agency or the draft. So he will be a centerpiece once again this year. And he and all the experts believe he's going to be uh, he's going to be part of the he's going to be part of the most dominant defenses once again this man has been part of a lot of good defenses in his career so and he's oh, the, yeah. he's the reason why i mean he's one of the reasons why right with the with the uh for with the uh seahawks and now with the 49ers so the dude never does he never he never ages um number three uh patrick peterson he's a four-time pro bowl uh four-time all pro excuse me uh he's he's not up one and two, uh, but he's you know he's still the best at his one of the best at his position. He's twenty nine years old. Uh, he has the size, speed, athleticism to match up with any receivers, uh, all shapes and sizes, and is still uh, years away from regression. I think uh, number four, uh, Darius Slay. I think he's the best corner that Philly could have gotten. I think he's. I think he was the best corner. Uh, in the in that free agent, in that free agent market, behind, uh, in front of uh, Jones, um, Jones is good, but I think uh, I think the Eagles are going to value him more. Uh, they needed uh, they needed somebody to come in and do that, and I think uh, Darius Slay 
I hope he I hope he has a great rest of his career in Philadelphia. We thank you from all three of us. Thank you for doing what you did here in Detroit. So very underappreciated, yeah, especially very underappreciated. by uh, our coaching and management. Yeah, very underappreciated. Uh, but yeah, thank you there, Darius Slay. Um, okay, now Jalen Ramsey, fifth on the list. Uh, he had a uneven 2019 campaign. He he demonstrated sometimes uh, occasional flashes of brilliance. Okay, um, but he also he also uh, had tendencies to freelance and appear disinterested at times. Uh, is he you know he's dominant, right? There's no denying that. Uh, when he's dialed in, he is literally dialed in. He's the toughest. Uh, he's a competitive defender. Has phenomenal ball skills. Um, he has high football IQ. Uh, now he has the whole. Now he has all offense to learn the Rams. Oh, he has a whole offseason to learn the Rams playbook, defensive playbook. Um, I'm anticipating it. You're going to see an all pro version of him, but I have him low just because I think last year he didn't have his head. On straight, I think he needs to buckle down, be the the player that the Rams are looking for to help this team because they need, they're getting a lot of help. They need help on defense to hold, keep these points off the board so Jared Goff can do something, right? So there's my my <clears throat> LOL Jared Goff. Go ahead, Spence. Uh, mine is not too different from Jay's. Honestly, all of ours are pretty similar. Now my number one's Jalen Ramsey. Um, I know he had kind of an off year for him last year, but the dude's just a freak of nature. Like I don't expect him to be down for very long. Plus, getting traded and going to a new team, learning a new playbook, all that takes into account. So, but he's still number one. Number two, I have Richard Sherman, uh, most proven guy on the list, probably just consistency big physical freak um great one one-on-one man corner and you know he's been doing it you know since the seattle days uh number three i have darius slay very underappreciated in detroit yeah he struggled a little bit against a couple guys but again like he he shut he shut guys down more often than he didn't you know it was one of those things where lions probably should have paid him but they didn't because they're kind of dumb. So whatever. He's he's he'll easily be top five until uh, something stupid happens. I'm kind of I kind of wish I put him at two, but Richard Sherman edged him out slightly. Uh, number four, I have Patrick Peterson, another guy that's been doing it forever. Um, I know he had his issues in Arizona with all the the trade rumors and him wanting traded and all that stuff, but. I think now that they kind of have a base of talent, like young guys that they can build around, I think they got a shot to be a sneaky playoff team this year, and I think he's going to help that a lot. And number five, uh, Marshawn Lattimore from the Saints, another young guy. He's going to be one of the key pieces on that defense if they want to win a Super Bowl. But he's shown that he can be a number one corner in this league, and that's my guys. So um, I'm waiting for the hate. So do you guys disagree with my fifth being Jan Ramsey being five or, or yeah, what? I, yeah, I don't think you should have him at five. I think that's way too low. But well, I, I don't know, I don't know man. Top five corner, the most physically athletic corner. Like, I get Richard Sherman was all pro last year, but he's still 32. Patrick Peterson's still getting up there. Like, 
pound for pound best corner is Jalen Ramsey or in the NFC is Jalen Ramsey. But yeah. I mean, but the guy is the guy is a the guy is the best cover corner. He's the most athletic. He didn't have a good year because he was fighting with one team for the first eight games and then got traded in the middle of the year. Yeah. Hey, so is that so him kind of uh, being disinterested probably just be coming from being traded, trying to get used to the different system and Yes, the fact that he was fighting with the Jacksonville ownership for the first eight games and then suddenly getting traded to uh, the Rams like the day before the deadline. Yeah, I think that had a lot to do with it. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, let's go to linebackers. Um I'll start I'll start off with uh linebackers. Uh, I did uh Eric Kendricks uh from the Minnesota Vikings. Uh number he's number 1. What? Number 1? Number 1, yep. Uh wow. he he's a very cool. <laughs> He's got a very Wow. He's not even the best middle linebacker in the NFC. He's got a very, very high football IQ. Superb anticipation. Um, make him, no, making him... Which cl- website are you reading that off of? Making him the closest thing to Lee Keekly while he was playing in the NFL. No. Um, so he has a great defensive guru uh, in Mike Zimmer. Um, he, don't, he doesn't really I pass. Think Dip loses the right to do top five lists after this. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't pass Russ a lot. Um, he only had a half a sack last year. Um, there's not really a weakness in his game. Uh, he's the anchor of that. You just said a weakness in his game. Well, they, don't, they but they don't put him. They don't, okay, you know what? Listen, they don't put, they don't pass rush him hardly at all. Well, they that's, do it that's all the Vikings' because he's fault. He's playing back. He's playing back. He, he's a great middle linebacker. Defense. He's a great defense. Okay, you know what? Anyway, he's an anchor of the defense. Right? What are we rabbling about now? Rabble, 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 rabble. He is a quality linebacker. Okay. Um, he had a career season last year, by the way. And um, what? Which I think he had pushed him up to. Uh, what did he have a? For your year, and it wasn't tackles. He gained a first time. He um he had uh he gained, he got a first team all pro selection, which was okay. I'll start over. He got a first team all pro selection, which was uh well deserved. 110 tackle season also include 12 pass uh, passes deflected. 110, 110 tackles are crap for a middle linebacker. <sighs> okay. Anyway, next I got Bobby. That's Wagner. one less than Dev. And Bush was a rookie. Yeah. Okay. okay, that's that's less than several safeties. But he got an All Pro selection. He's clearly good. He's got good numbers to match it. He he's, he's got. Not, hey, he's dip, the, I'm just gonna tell you right now. He's not even in my top five. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Listen, I think he is the best linebacker now that Keekly is Luke Keekly is gone. I think you're on crack. I think he will uh, take that. What? What's there? He said he'll be back. Oh rip. Um, okay. Uh so yeah, I think he is uh I think he's the best. Uh Bobby Wagner is number all two. Right. I'm alright, no, nope, I'm gonna wait till my linebackers to go destroy Eric uh, Kendricks. Okay, that's fine. Because listen, I, I think I think he I think he deserves that. I think he deserves that. Um With what? His stats don't back any of this up. Well, he's he's got he's got good stats, and he also uh, has the only good stat he has are 
pass is broken up or pass that's, is deflected. Because that's what he's good at. That's what he he is a great linebacker yeah. that is also can play he's, a fucking corner. He's, he's a great enough. linebacker. He can't play corner. He covers but, tight ends okay. very well. He's he's got he's got a uh, hundred and ten tackles. That's shit. He's got a half of a sack. That's shit. He's got five tackles for losses. That's average. He may lead linebackers and passes deflected, but that's one thing. Yeah. And you have him as your number one running back or linebacker? Yes. <laughs> Over some all right. Go on. I'll get to this later. Uh Bobby Wagner. He is number two. Uh, he's durable. Uh, he's only missed uh, only nine games in eight seasons. That's pretty pretty good. Um, he's very consistent. Uh, he's been named to all pro teams in about five of his eight seasons. So that's a huge, huge, um, huge milestone. Pretty good. Uh, it's really good to uh, to see Bobby Wagner. Now that Luke has gone, people now when you think of linebacker in the NFC, it's Bobby Wagner, right? Um, so okay, explain to me why you have. Uh... Eric Kendricks higher than Bobby Wagner. I think Eric Kendricks is more valuable to his team. He's he not even the best play- linebacker he's on even, his team. He's the he's, he's the, not even the best defensive player on his team. He is a he's high on he's my not list. Even the, he's not even the third best player on this on this I team think last he year. He is the voice of the defense. <clears throat> he is he I think he's enter, he can pick he enter can, generic middle linebacker uh Response. <laughs> That's the middle linebacker's job. Yeah, but he, but how is he good different at what he than, does? How is he doing it? How is he better than Bobby Wagner? He's his IQ is, I think, is better. I think his uh, anticipation. He's uh, quicker, faster. How is his IQ better than the best middle linebacker in football? I think he deserves. Who's won? To, yeah, who's won four All Pro awards or made four All Pro yeah. teams? Five. And yeah, five. Yeah. Oh yeah, but he's got better IQ. Cute. You're helping us argue against you. I just want to clarify. Anyway, listen. Yep. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> anyway, let's go on to the next. Uh, so he's the reason why... Uh, uh, so By Wagner has played a huge role on some great defenses, right, in history. I don't even want to, have to finish out his list. <laughs> I'm ready to go right now. Fuck. Uh, oh, God. Dave, uh, he's... Uh, He's the reason why the Seahawks haven't uh, f- completely fallen off of the cliff since they moved on from everybody from that uh, Legion of Boom era. Um, he's not slowing down either. He's only you know he's twenty nine and he's he notched the second most tackles uh, last year in his career stats. So he is he is a good good player there, but I agree. I think Kendricks is better. Anyway, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm legit kind of angry right now. <laughs> I want to know what webs that you looked at that had Kendricks higher than Bobby Wagner. I I will find it. I have a couple of websites that have Kendricks as a top uh, a top I'm, three. I'm about to get whoever wrote with that article fired. Right. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. I have um. Oh shit! What's this? Oh here. Go. I'm so f- I'm like flustered now. I'm like so off. <laughs> um, I, I didn't put his last name in there. Dude from the bucket, the Buccaneers, uh, linebacker. Levante David. Yep. Um, David, uh, he is yet to demonstrate any signs of him going, uh, uh, on the downslopes of declining. Uh, he's still a great linebacker and 
He's been a he's been a great linebacker ever since the Buccaneers took him in the second round of 2012 draft. Uh, he's also durable. Uh, he's only missed seven games in his eight seasons. Um, very productive, averaging about 126 tackles, 14.5 tackles for loss, 6.5 quarterback hits, 2.6 fumble forced fumbles, um, five and a half pass defended per season. Um, since he entered the NFL, he ranks third in tackles among all linebackers. Uh, only Wagner and Keekly have more. Now that Keekly's gone, he's uh, he's he's just he can now take up you know go up there with Bob Wagner and Eric Kendricks. Um, he's still going strong, right? Uh, he's coming off a 2019 season that uh, saw him make about 123 tackles. Um, he played a huge role in that Buccaneers defense. Uh, turned it around under Todd Boyles. Um, they went from the league's worst defense to the league's about fifth best um, in about one season. So, pretty cool, right? Um, I have next, I have Khalil Mack. Uh, all these, um, we know Khalil Mack is freaking dominant. We know he's a beast. So, oh, you have you have Eric Kendricks one and Khalil Mack four? Yeah, so Khalil Your Mack. Your list is irrelevant. Like said, yeah. Khalil Mack um, hit a didn't have that good of a season last year. Um, he's kind. He was kind of pushed away just because. Oh God, that defense was so bad, and uh, a lot of people don't, now don't think Chicago Bears will be forced will be a force to be reckoned with in uh, next year. Right? A lot of experts have Klumak as as number eighteen at the best linebacker as number eighteenth linebacker in the league. Who are number these 18? experts? ESPN, CBS, CBS has him at eighteen. They don't so, rank line, uh, ESPN doesn't rank linebackers. See, well, I saw some articles about Klimak saying that he's not there, but uh, CBS is the one that had eight him eighteen. Um, <clears throat> uh, so he endured a little bit down of a down season last year, like I said, uh, but it, he still had a lot of pressures. Um, he had an overall grade of his, of his <laughs> at his position about eighty six point two. So it's still he you know, he's he's a dominant force and he's a dominant run defender as well as a pass rusher. Um, okay, a down back, a down year he had eight and a half sacks, forty seven total tackles. Right. Yep. He had eight cube eight tackles for loss and fourteen QB hits. Right, and he made the Pro Bowl. That's a down year. And well, the he, yes, it was a down year for him, right? Um, but if he pounces back uh, in twenty twenty, I think he's. He's be right back in the number one spot, right? Um, uh, number five, oh. I have, uh, Fred Warner um, from the 49ers. I think his production has been overshadowed by that whole 49er defense. Uh, but let's be fair to him. He's blossomed into one of the league's best linebackers since the team drafted him uh, in the third I'm a round. Stan. In the third round of 2018 draft, um, <laughs> across two seasons, he has already uh, registered about 242 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, seven quarterback hits, three sacks, 15 passes deflected, four forced fumbles, and an interception, which he returned for a touchdown. Um, so over, right. over the past two seasons, uh, only nine linebackers have recorded more tackles than Warner. So he's uh, he's up and comer. Uh, okay, now right, I guess Spencer, uh, go ahead. I want to go next. Go ahead. All right, number one, Cleo Mack. Hands down, Easy. most dominant, most disruptive defensive force in the NFC, slightly ahead of Aaron Donald. He did have a down year by his standards, considering his first year in Chicago, he had like eight force fumbles, three picks, and double, digit, double had, digit sacks. He had the best year of his career outside of 2015 uh, in, t- with, in his first year with Chicago. 
Yeah, Cleo Max insane. The Bears defense as a to- as a whole went down last year. I think he'll do better this year. Still eight and a half sacks. And how many uh, tackles for losses did you say? Uh, last year he had eight tackles for loss. Better than any of the bullshit Eric Kendricks put up. <laughs> Number two, Bobby Wagner, best middle linebacker in the NFC. Maybe NFL. Dude's insane. Sure tackler. Can guard uh, tight ends and running backs. Um, sure tackler. The main guy in that defense. Uh, and he's just been incredibly solid for the last hell since he's been in the NFL, really. Uh, number three, I got Chandler Jones from Arizona. Another dude, uh, he used to play defensive end before moving to that rushed outside linebacker spot in Arizona. Uh, I think he had his best season this year, or his second best. Let's see. He was second in the NFL in sacks with uh, 19. He had 20 tackles for losses, five passes broken up, eight forced fumbles. Dude's a freaking monster. He's all over the field. Mm-hmm. Probably the best disruptor behind Cleo Mack in the linebacker position, where Bobby Wagner's just a solid get-you-tackles, guard tight ends. Chandler Jones is just a force. 19 tackles this year, 13 last year, 17 the year before. Dude's consistent pass rusher and one of the scariest forces in the NFC. Number four, it's a little bit of a curveball. I don't think anyone would really expect it, but I'm going Jordan Hicks, also from Arizona. Career best year, I think he was top three in tackles. Yep, he was third in tackles with 149. One and a half sacks, 13 tackles for losses, six passes broken up, and three interceptions. Damn. Definitely a career year for him. We'll see if he can do it again. I doubt he'll have that good of numbers, but that Arizona defense is surprisingly good, which they have to be to play in the West. And number five, I got Zadarius Smith from the Green Bay Packers. He's a monster rushing the passer. Always, uh... Made me fear the Packers because you know he's coming off the edge. He had 13 and a half sacks, 19 tackles for losses. Didn't create many turnovers, didn't do much in pass coverage. But when you're putting up numbers like that, getting in the backfield like that, you don't have to be in pass coverage. I like it. Um, no. Um, I disagree. I think uh, Kendrick should be along uh, on that list at number two or number one. Uh, he uh, is rated the second best uh, linebacker. In the NFL, or in the uh, who? Yeah, in the NFL, uh, by many uh, Sports Illustrated, uh, CBS Sports. Um, what are, but what are they going off of? Are they going off what they think he's going no, to do, or what no, he's he, done in the go- past? He's, he's got he, what he's he has he had the best year on his on his what, what, five years five years he's been in the league. Uh, he that doesn't first, matter. First all pro selection. He's it's well deserved though. Um, the breakups, the pass breakups, okay. and I quote, ready, have the, was the most we have ever seen over a season from that position. He's constantly one of the um, best coverage linebackers in football, which means, which matters more was, than any modern pass happy version of the sport. He is better than those guys that will rush the ball. I would rather okay, take a guy that can play, 
play the best pass there. coverage linebacker. I'm fine with that. According, he's not the best. According to ESPN, he had the same amount of pass breakups as Luke Keekley and Demario Davis. Yeah, he he is yeah, a but great coverage he's a linebacker. Pa- he's a great coverage linebacker. That's one thing. Bobby Wagner can do it all. I would rather have a guy who can rush a passer and get me 20 sacks like a Chandler Jones, get me 15 sacks like a Zadarius Smith, create havoc like a Cleo Mack over a guy who can cover a tight end. Yeah, he's, if you want to go he's with not, the, he, the only thing he, he can we, do is cover a tight end. His stats, just, he doesn't get tackles for losses, he doesn't get sacks, and his tackles are poor for a starting middle linebacker. Bobby Wagner had 159 tackles last year compared to Eric Kendrick's 110. Come on. Nobody is Nobody is throwing the ball in the middle of the field with uh, with uh with him back with Kendrick back there. Or, uh, apparently you know, are they are if he got 12. That's 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 not that many, right? And it, it's a ton for a linebacker, but they're these but these teams are not it is wanting a ton, to throw. But even his best but they are are throwing at him. That's why he has 12. How many pass defenses did he have dip last year, Kendricks? He had 12. He had 12. 12 pass breakups. Bobby Wagner I, had six. Th- okay, that's, that's half. He's had does half a lot more. more. He, yeah, and but Bobby Wagner overall. had six pass breakups. He had <sighs> 50 more tackles. He had two and a half more sacks. I would like, say only. I would say. I would say uh, Bobby Wagner... Only Bobby Wagner had better. eleven pass breakups in 2018. Only only way I would say that, I think Kendricks Our, is. He's, Spencer, he's, this metaphorical team I'm building in my head between the players me and Dip argue about is <laughs> just keeps getting more stacked and my stacked. Team, my, favorite. Favorite. my team would win, no doubt. My team would kick your ass. I you know we could we should do that. We should make um, a Madden team stream it. On our on our Twitch, by the way, <laughs> Twitch uh, TV uh, three eighty six sports, and we should play against our teams once we make those teams up. <gasps> old school, bad to the bone, dip, mad will, tournament like we used to. I will give you uh, Eric Kendricks might be the best pass covering linebacker in the NFL. That's I'm fine. also fine with saying. Is that. he the best overall linebacker? I don't know. In the NFC, in the NFC, I think. No, he's mm. not the best overall linebacker in the NFC. Best overall linebacker for me still goes to Wagner. Oh, All right, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna go ahead here and just All right, go ahead. I'll just do this quickly. Uh, number one, Khalil Mack for me as well. Jay, just Sweet. like you said, the most dominant defensive disruptor in in the, in the NFC, maybe in the NFL outside of Aaron Donald. Uh, number two, Bobby Wagner. Top, those top two are easy, and it should be that way for everyone. Everyone. Uh, number th- <laughs> number no. three. No, oh man. Number three for me. I do differ from Jay a little bit. I put Levante David from the Buccaneers, which is fine. I knew Jordan Hicks probably is a kind of off the wall uh, nomination, but yeah. But I, I like your guys. Le- a very good pick as well. I like Levante David a lot. He's he's been a really good uh, player for that Tampa defense for a long time too. A long time. Oh yeah. Um, number four, um, I took, uh, Fred Warner from the San Francisco 49ers. I know he's more of an up and coming up and comer type, but, uh, ever since he's been in that defense, he's done nothing but produce. So I do agree with Diff that he's a top five linebacker in the NFC. Um, and then number five, this is a little, my, this is my little bit off the wall. I put Leighton Vander Esch from the Cowboys. Yeah, I was, no, he, he was, no, up he there was too. banged he up last year. year. 
Uh, I know he's banged up last year. He didn't play a ton, but when healthy as a rookie, he showed that he could yeah. be one of the best linebackers in the league. Yep, I agree. So I put him in there. Yeah, you, I think he. You want to talk about a leader guy. on a defense? That's a guy. So that's mine. I like our list. Yeah, outside of dips. Yep. All right, let's go defense then. <laughs> Spencer, I think me. I think me and you have a. Oh God. Common sense at number one and two, and then numbers right. three through five. I wouldn't even I like be the mad at Dip's list if he didn't put Eric Kendricks number one. I know. Let's go. Right, uh, so, uh, let's go defensive now. Yep. Uh, I'll right, go quick Spencer, here. Spencer, you want to start or you want me to start? Uh, you can start. All right. Rapid fire a little bit for me. Number one, Cameron Jordan, Saints. Yeah. Consistently dominant pass rusher on a defense that usually is pretty bad. I know they've got a lot of talent on there, and their defense last year went up. But uh, Jordan's doing it consistently since he's been drafted outside of his rookie year when people were calling him a bust, but he's turned out very well. Uh, number two, Daniel Hunter from the Vikings. Good player. Dude's an insane defensive end. He was part of that fearsome uh, defensive line with the Vikings with him and uh, Everson Griffin. Now that Griffin's gone, Hunter's the number one guy. I don't think he'll keep up the sack totals now that teams can double team him, but he's still one of the best pure pass not, rushers. Not in to the stop NFC. you, but are you considering Aaron Donald defensive tackle? Yes. Okay. Uh, number three, this one's a little bit more on upside versus production, but it's Nick mm-hmm. Bosa from the 49ers. Dude's going to be a stud. Um, he had eight sacks in the season and then just destroyed teams in the playoffs. I think he forced about four fumbles, I think. tackle, Good tackle for a loss defensive end. He's going to be a stud. He'll be the number one defensive end in the NFC in the next. Well, him and Chase Young will be fighting for it in the next, I don't know, three seasons, I would say. Yeah. Uh, number four, also from the 49ers, Eric Armstead. Uh, he's also been pretty consistent over his career. Jumped up a little bit last year. Part of, I don't know, for me, the second best defense in the NFL behind the Patriots last year. And number five, Brandon Graham of Philly. Dude's consistent as consistent can be. Yep. Uh, best pass rusher in Philadelphia. Their defense has <clears throat> been up and down the last few years, but it isn't because of him. I like it. I think you're uh, pretty on point there. Mine might be a little, I might have a one or one different guy, but I think pretty close. Um, well, I guess, uh, I shall go. Um, here we go. So I have, uh, number one defensive end, uh, Daniel Hunter. Um, he's had back to back years with 14 and a half sacks. That's stupid numbers, right? Um, yeah, he's a monster. He's a monster. Hunter has thrived, uh, with extra responsibility over the last two years, racking up, like I said, racking up to 29 sacks on his way becoming, uh, feared throughout the NFL, I guess. Um, one, one of the tackles, um, in the NFC North were saying, uh, I think it was the NFC North, but they hate playing against Hunter. He, the dude, he's 25 years old, right? He evolved from a yeah. third, raw third round pick, um, into one of the key pieces of Vikings D. Um, that defense is going to be... So- I'd say it's the second best pass rusher in the North. Yeah. The, behind Mac. Yeah, I, I agree. The Vikings defense is going to be stupid scary this year. Um, it's going to be a little... 
but worse considering they lost two other best yeah, players I, on defense. I think they're they're set with the safeties. If they're set with the defense of uh, with uh, with Hunter there, um, I think they have a decent middle linebacking core. Uh, number two, I have uh, um, number two. Number two, I have um, Arik Armstead. Um, so the guy was playing a contract here last year, right? Uh, he had ten sacks last year. Um, he got a fat contract too, five years, eighty-five mil. Um, and he's only twenty-six years old. Um, I'm putting him number two. Just because I believe he will play worth his worth, right? Um, he's got a, he's got a great defense to work with. Uh, it's they got you got him on one side and uh, Nick Bosa on the other. Um, he's excellent against the run at defense. At he's got excellent against the run, and um, he's a crazy pass rusher. Uh, so, and then um, I guess when they he's a he's crazy too when he, they kick him inside to uh, tackle. He plays tackle a little bit as well. Um, but my third guy is uh, Nick Bosa as well. He rookie of the year uh, in the NFC. Dude is a future Hall of Famer, I believe. Um, quick on his quick. He's got quick, quick moves. Um, crazy for a step. Um, and then number four is um, Brandon Graham. Hi, uh, Angela. <laughs> the guy. Sorry. The guy is a monster. Doesn't doesn't age as well. He is consistent to I think he's consistent to where he deserves a f- number four spot um, number five is Cameron Jordan from the Saints he's only 30 years old so he has a couple more years no, it's, it's, it's Jordan Cameron Jordan, uh, couple more good years uh, <laughs> 15 and a half sacks last year right yes uh, great pass rusher unbelievable run stop on the end quick first step as well okay but okay uh, I'll do just rapid fire here too like Jay did I think we're all gonna we're all pretty much on the same page here. Um, my number one is also uh, Danell Hunter uh, from the Vikings. Like Dip said, back-to-back years, 14 and a half sacks speaks for itself. Um, number two, uh, Cameron Jordan. Uh, he's just consistent disruptor from the New Orleans Saints. Uh, one-on-one, he's going to beat you. I don't care who you put up against him. Uh, number three, I have uh, an upside one, same one as Jay, I have Nick Bosa from the 49ers. Uh, I think the kid's really supremely talented. Uh, I think he's going to have a really good career. He could end up being better than his brother. Um, number uh, four is one. I don't know if either one of you said this because my brain doesn't work. I have Demarcus Lawrence from uh, Dallas. I did not, but that's a good pick. I, I, he's another one that he's a extremely good pass rusher. 1v1, He's he won't lose. He'll get by your tackle one way or another. Um, really, really good pass rusher. I like him a lot. The Cowboys were smart to sign him. And then uh, number five, this one was more of like a toss-up for me. But um, you know, you just you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? So I took uh, an off-the-wall one, and this one is the uh, Matt Ioannidis from the Washington Redskins. See, for me, I had him listed as a D tackle because that. That's what it he it says he's at at uh, ESPN, so ah, okay. that's why he was not mentioned in my DN list. But go on. Gotcha. He uh, last year he had the most productive season of his career. Uh, it earned him a three year extension. Um, he had uh, seven and a half sacks, and he continues to get better each year. 
year uh, for the Redskins. So I put him down as my number five. He's another upside pick. And that's mine. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right. Um, oh, God. Beautiful. All right. So, defensive tackles. Yes, and I know sir. why you uh, chose to go first on the defensive tackles. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Can't imagine why. I want to go first on the defensive tackles. I love this man to death. He is uh, a freak. Uh, Aaron Donald, Los Angeles Rams. We, I think we all three of us have him as number one. I th- we should. Maybe yeah. not. Uh, I do. Okay. Um, he's unhuman. Best player in the NFL. Uh, back-to-back defensive player of the year honors. Uh, rookie defensive rookie of the year. Uh, five uh, consecutive first-team All-Pro nominations, lightning quick on the football field, and has outstanding hand usage, dude. Watch this guy's game film on uh, in the NFL. Just sit back and you can watch good hours, hours and hours of his game film. Just him, his hands are, no, they never stop. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, he's good. Uh, speed, explosiveness as a pass rusher makes him unstoppable. Uh, he's double-teamed about 68%. <laughs> he was he was double team sixty eight percent last year, uh, so but despite that he led the NFL in pass rush win rate at twenty four percent future first ballot. Uh, there's no way to describe how dominant he really is. So uh, number two Fletcher Cox from the Eagles. Fletcher Cox, yeah man, um, he's been at the top of the league ever since he put an Eagles jersey on. Outstanding athlete. He's nuts. Nuts man, simply devastating at pass ru- as a pass rusher. Um, Cox can win uh, any alignment with an elite blend of speed, power, leverage, and hand usage. Um, he wrecks he wrecks the game plans just like Donald does. Uh, and uh, he has also made the last five Pro Bowls and been a All-Pro every year since 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, unfortunately for him, there's one player who defies the physics of the world, and that's Aaron Donald. So... Uh, number three, Akeem Hicks from the Chicago Bears. Um, dude's a freak show. Uh, blend of power and absolute dominance. Um, his tape, his um, his game film is uh, just a ride as well to watch as well. Uh, his dominance show is for itself. He's a go-getter. Um, goes, he goes and gets those tackles. He's got a... Oh, yeah. He's a go-getter. Um, and my other page. Oh, here we go. Uh, he's violent with his hands. Uh, uses that to knife through the double teams. He's double teamed quite a bit as well. Um, he's complied about 38 pressures in the last two seasons and uh, should return to the best interior. Should be should return to um, being the best interior defensive lineman in the NFL. One of the best. Um, on my fourth is Kawan Short, Carolina Panthers. Uh, his his campaign was cut short. Just got injured. Um, he was placed on the uh, the, the list, but. Um, He's one of the most well-rounded defensive tackles, capable of lining up in multiple roles, and he's capable of wrecking any defense, any offenses as well. Um, he's an elite combination of size, power, his hand usage is crazy, uh, uses the rest of the line in the scrimmage with ease, uh, but he'll be back at full strength this year, so let's hopefully he, hopefully he will continue his elite level of play. Uh, my fifth guy is uh, Jer- uh, Grady Jarrett from the Atlanta Falcons. He's good too. Yeah. Um, he so he was a fifth rounder in the uh, in the 2015 draft. Um, six foot frame helps him uh, helps him with his uh, leverage against offensive linemen. 
um big dude that's that's crazy that's a crazy height right uh also he's so strong um his quick his quickness uh his use of hands again all these guys are gonna have crazy use of hands right but um and that crazy use of hands uh make him one of the best pass rushers in the on the interior as well uh, he won 22% of his pass rushes last season. So, and if I remember correctly, that was... And that was only 2% behind Aaron Donald. So, um, he produced about 13 and a half sacks and 54 pressures the last two seasons alone. So, he's... Uh, I think um, he's one of the biggest steals of the decade. If you look back at him falling to the fifth round, uh, a lot of people didn't think that was going to happen. And... I don't know. So, and now he's the top. I think, in my opinion, he's top five. So, all right, dude. That's a list that I'm not mad at. I like. I like. <sighs> yeah, right, course, guys. I can respect that. That was made with with poise and and accuracy and nothing. There's no drugs involved. I love you too, but I we disagree you, with y'all too. <laughs> hey man, I. Other than my Browns prediction, I think you're the most hot takey guy we have in our in our group. Hell yeah, man. I got some crazy shit. So you know, some somebody's got to do it. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I'll go real quick next. This one's this one was pretty easy for me. Aaron Donald number one. Um, I'm not going to say anything else because if anyone disagrees, then they're wrong. Uh, number two, Fletcher Cox. Uh, I think Dip put that one accurately as well. He, what was it? Pro Bowl every year since 2014. Yeah. Yeah, he's just he's nuts. Uh, I, I play against him in Madden is horrible. It's absolutely the worst. He's a freak of nature as well. Um, you know, if I was going to take... I had a tough time, honestly. Like, I was like, how oh, do I put Aaron Donald as a D-end or a D-tackle? But I just stuck him with the position they drafted him at. So, Donald, Cox. Number three, I put Akeem Hicks from the Bears. Um, he just kind of goes... He's kind of lost in the shuffle because they got Khalil Mack and everyone talks about Khalil Mack, but he uh, he pressures the quarterback consistently. He gets his occasional sacks. He gets quarterback hits. Um, he has uh, he's just consistent. Big big dude too. Six five three thirty. Like God. Uh, number four. Where'd my list go? I just lost it. Number four. I uh, I have Grady Jarrett on my list as well. Dip. Uh, another one who's been really good since he got to the league with the Falcons. Uh, like you said, a really, really big dude. Um, he just was one of the one of those. He's one of he's one of those physical freaks that every team wishes they had. You know, yeah, he's so big um, too, and it helps. Spe- especially since he's like he's specifically he plays mostly nose tackle and not just D tackle. So when you have a guy playing nose that can plug up the middle like he does and get quarterback pressures, that's really huge. It was like when the Lions had uh, Indomitian Sue in his prime. And yeah, number can, five. I can, I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he, I don't think he's as good as Sue was, but, you know, it's nice to have a guy that can do stuff like that. That can be that lethal, yeah. Yeah. And then number five, I uh, I hate to agree with you so much, but uh, I put K1 short from the Carolina Panthers. Uh, another really good player. Consistent. Um, I think I think he was a free agent a couple years ago, and the the Panthers re-signed him because I think I wanted the Lions to try to get him. But 
yeah, another really good player. Like him a lot. And my honorable mention, I do have to say this though, because I wanted to put him in there really bad, is Kenny Clark from the Green Bay Packers. All right. Yeah. All right. Through with that last one, you stole my thumb. Yeah. Under sorry. Bit, okay. Top two. No disagreement with you guys. Aaron Donald one, Fletcher Cox two. Is what it is. Kind of undisputed at this point. Number three, Matt Ionatis from Washington. ESPN ranked him as a defensive tackle, so that's where I'm putting him. Okay. Uh, dude's been really, really good the last two years. Seven and a half sacks last year, eight and a half this year, along with five tackles in the backfield. Uh, dude might be the third best defensive tackle pass rusher in the NFC behind Cox and Donald. Number four. Number four, I went with uh, Short from Carolina. You guys already talked about him, so I'll skip over him. Number five for me, Kenny Clark. Dude's highly underrated as a defensive tackle. Is that big? He's that big space eater at D tackle for the Green Bay Packers. Just annoying. Still finds him finds ways to have back-to-back years with six sacks. Uh, this year, he also had six tackles for loss and a forced fumble. Uh, I think he. You look at all the players that on Green Bay's defense that kind of jump out to you, uh, Zadarius Smith, um, blanking on that other linebacker who's last Preston name Smith. Smith, Preston Smith, Darnell Savage, um, Jair Alexander, Jair Alexander, the guy I was I was just trying to think of, and the other safety Amos. Mm-hmm. He gets lost in the shuffle, but I think he helps hold that defense together pretty well he kind of he kind of does what bj raji did right he was really good right yeah so just real quick tip uh between me and you for uh team you i've got drew luck chris goodwin and eric kendricks versus team me jimmy garoppolo kenny galladay and bobby wagner mm-hmm. i right. bet that i bet the afc will be uh be as as a as as crazy as well. You could probably add Sutton oh. to that list as well. Cause oh that's... yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you're gonna have Sutton. I'm gonna have Keenan Allen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Keenan Allen won't make my list probably. <laughs> it's it's like uh, when I'm looking up these guys and I'm like, wow, like these players. I don't think this guy should be here and where this ranking is. And then that's where I will take. Uh, that's why I took um, Eric Kendricks and moved him to number one because I thought he was this and that and I looked up to verify my information why I thought this was this um, I had uh, Cleo Mack I didn't at, even remember uh, Eric Kendricks played in the NFL yeah I had I had, I had uh, Cleo Mack at number two until I, I was realized like I just think he's going to be overshadowed by that Chicago Bears defense. I think his he's going to he be going to have Chicago Bears. Defense. He, yes, literally, he's, he's that whole the defense, centerpiece. Right? He's, man. he's what he's, started the whole damn thing. When Chicago <laughs> traded for him, that was just like oh oh god. Yeah yeah. So like I think um, they're far from being the best defense, like there were a couple years ago, whatever it was. And I just think I think Klumac, he's great, fucking freak athlete. But I just but if. If you want to go by defenses around them not being better, Minnesota's not going to be as good as they were the last couple of years. Mm-mm. They lost a starting corner and their other starting defensive end. Yeah, yeah, and I just think uh, that's why I think Eric Kendricks is now like I think he's he's the the glue holding that whole defense together. I I I go as far as saying Eric Kendricks will have a better statistical uh, season that, as a linebacker this year. Against 
It's the field just, or Bobby just, Wagner? Just against the field. I'll um, take that bet. I think uh, he's gonna come out. He's gonna have. He's gonna have a standout year. I think Eric he's Kendrick he's not showing any signs of he's not showing any signs of regression. Bobby Wagner's Sunset. older. Eric um, Kendricks versus the field. Yeah, I'm Eric putting Kendricks my life savings. Bobby Wagner, that. Levante Davis, uh, Levante David. God. Now Jordan Hicks had a better statistical year than freaking Eric, Eric oh Kendricks. Oh my god, dude! And you've got it's, like you've got the rookies coming in too. Yeah, but you don't have too many great rookie yeah, linebackers of, in the NFC. Linebackers are going to be good but, in the NFC. Uh, dude, I, I would put my entire life savings on the field. I'm no, no, I mean, I, I'm not, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even be sad about it. I think, I think Jamie Collins is going to have a better statistical year than Eric Kendricks. Uh, who knows, man? In the, in the system, he could. He's, got more, he's already guaranteed more sacks. Mm. I, I just think Eric Kendricks is – there's no chance of him going – going down in regression i think he's well no he's a man he does he's been very solid his entire career he's a very good pass or pass coveraging linebacker yes he might be the best pass coveraging linebacker but all around linebacking he doesn't do it he does one thing great and everything else is just kind of average yeah all right but let's put him on the the nope okay it's fine it's fine. I think Kendrick's yeah, Kendrick is a no, no. I'm not. I'm not gonna argue because I just think I think um, stats aside. I think I I would like Kendrick's uh, to build my team around. Yeah, I would love to have Bobby Wagner. I'd love to have a Cleo Mack. But I wouldn't be mad if a K- Eric Kendrick's fell in my hands and <clears> said, "Yeah, I started. I'll start defense around him." I think he's. I think he's a great I'd shot caller. I think Bobby he's Wagner. A, well, yeah. I mean, if, yeah. Dude it's, was if considered gonna, the. For the last three years, dude was considered the best linebacker, or best middle linebacker behind freaking Luke yep. Kuechly. I no, but I just think now Eric. Uh, I think Eric Kendricks models are is it's like a Luke Kuechly because I think he's a great shot caller. But it's not because he's, he's a okay. So he can lead a defense and he can pass coverage. He doesn't have the tackles Luke Keekley does. He doesn't get in the backfield like Luke Keekley does. He's not Luke Keekley. He's not the next one. His game is very is very solid, and it's not going to change. He's a coverage linebacker who leads the defense like most middle linebackers do. Beautiful. Beautiful. And that, we're going to end on that right there. Uh, make sure you guys sure. go... <laughs> Go to uh, our Twitter there at um, three idiot three idiot three idiot sports. Excuse me. Twitter at excuse three dip for idiot having sports. a stroke. Yeah, I have a stroke over here, and I'm so hot right now. Um, I turn the air off for this podcast because you That's can right, hear it right now in this. Uh, Thunderstorm in like I don't know two hours or so. Yeah, mm. so I'm just gonna stand outside in the rain and cry like right now. You know that uh, gif of the guy walking with his head down and they're pouring rain? That's me right now. Um, That's good. Right <laughs> opinions are bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, go ahead and uh, support us, Oh, please. shit. Um, I just looked at his fucking comment. Ooh, damn. Um, go ahead and uh, leave a comment. Uh, we appreciate it. We need the help. We need to get uh, this podcast is... is we need to get this podcast where it's supposed to be. Um, yeah, we still got kinks to work with. Um, hopefully soon here we will be together. Um, together and it feels so good. And oh um, God. we can do this together and yell at each other and, you know, 
give dirty looks to each other when we say, oh, Kedrick's is better, you know, and, uh, um, but yeah. I don't so. know. If Dip keeps throwing out these opinions, <laughs> he might not make it through our first recording together. <laughs> um, It'll just end with yeah. us throwing him through the window of my basement into my yard. It's like I already broke that window once. I'll break it again. God. Um, but yeah, guys. So uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we have a uh, we have, we're, about, we're on six platforms now. Six platforms. Yeah. So for yes, the podcast. And, um, and if you've got questions questions you want us to answer tweet at us leave them in the reviews do something <laughs> we can do uh when we're done with this we could even do like a mailbag type deal yeah. if you if there's something you want us to talk about don't hesitate send it to us we'll talk about anything right now damn right yeah sure sure for real good job jay that's perfect that's literally what i was about to get to that's great um yeah three idiot sports uh leave a comment uh, on facebook or on um uh, apple podcast uh spotify google all those places Leave something, question. Tweet at us. Tweet at us individually. Um, I run. I mean, I don't have. I don't have one individually, but tweet at all three of us. Um, we could also uh, Instagram. I, I check been, our Twitter a couple of times a day. Yeah, um, I check. I uh, I'm posting stuff on Instagram. People are asking to put my link in the bio of my Instagram, so I did that. Um, so we also have lifefuels.com. Use a code three idiots get ten percent off. So like, we we're there. We um, are capable of being a good podcast. We just need we need you guys to help us, uh, push us forward, and uh, thank you guys for all the support. The people are listening, the fans. I have I have been I felt I'm feeling good about where this podcast is going. Um, so thank you guys, thank you Spencer and Jay. You guys are amazing and my boys, my best friends. Um, and so yeah, uh, I like to end that on that. Um, so three idiots talk sports. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.